Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1T in 5 for December 9th. My name is Anthony Grossi, and let's get right to today's biggest stories. In a move that was to be expected, the Big Ten officially announced that Ohio State will play in the conference championship game. In a statement, the conference saying, quote, The decision was based on a competitive analysis which determined that Ohio State would have advanced to the Big Ten football championship game based on its undefeated record and head-to-head victory over Indiana, regardless of a win or loss against Michigan. CBS's Dennis Dodd reports that the college football playoff participants will abide by their respective conferences' COVID-19 testing protocols rather than a uniform process for each team, which could create competitive inequities. CFP Executive Director Bill Hancock explains that the CFP Management Committee briefly discussed such an option, but ultimately decided it would be too difficult to implement. One Power 5 official telling Dodd, quote, It made no sense to start over with the CFP and New Year's Six games. There would be different testing personnel, different collection methods, different testing labels. It was a level of anxiety nobody needed. Sports Illustrator's Pat Forty contends that the latest college football playoff rankings solidify the belief that there is no room in the CFP for anyone outside the Power Five, saying last night's iteration signs off on that the cartel has won for the final time. Forty noting that number 7 Iowa State, which lost to number 18 Louisiana, is the particular beneficiary of this scam. Writing, quote, Iowa State is rewarded for beating its fraudulent Big 12 colleagues in a brand named Echo Chamber. Fact is, Iowa State's ranking is solely attributable to leading a Power 5 conference that is always accorded respect, often undue respect. Meanwhile, Louisiana and Coastal Carolina are basically capped on their upward mobility because they play in a conference that is never accorded respect. Washington Athletic Director Jen Cohen maintains the Huskies are still intent on playing Oregon this weekend, and that starts with their ability to practice tomorrow pending the results of PCR and antigen tests. Financially, Cohen says the best-case scenario for UW if fundraising goals are met and no more hoops games are canceled would be a loss of nearly $30 million. Louisville's KFC Yum Center has reached a $16.3 million agreement with Yum Brands to extend the arena's naming rights through the end of September 2031. The deal includes updated menu options, updated interior and exterior signage, and additional community engagement initiatives. Amidst the chatter around future football scheduling following Coastal Carolina and BYU's last-minute matchup, Sportico's John Wall Street explains the benefits of scheduling football games so far in advance, noting that there are financial benefits for Power 5 departments. Arizona Athletic Director David Hickey points out that scheduling guarantee games early can be more cost-effective than scheduling them at the last minute. For teams on the other side of the equation, scheduling attractive non-conference matchups early can help boost ticket sales and retain season ticket holders. As for independent New Mexico State, Athletic Director Mario Mocha says they need to get the games when they get them for budgeting certainty. As for logistical and competitive reasons, Hickey also notes that, quote, it would be hard for a coach trying to build a program to schedule on the fly. You've got to be four or five years out just so you can control the program's destiny. However, Charlotte Athletic Director Mike Hill points out that that strategy can backfire, saying there are oftentimes games scheduled when you're expecting the opponent to be at a certain competitive level, and by the time the game comes, that opponent has gotten a lot better or a lot worse. In personnel notes, Cincinnati Athletic Director John Cunningham has tapped Syracuse Associate Athletic Director for Business Development Anthony DeFino as Deputy Athletic Director for External Relations. Dakota State has named Miami Senior Associate Athletic Director and Assistant Vice President for Development John Schemmel as its new VP of Advancement. A pair of head coaching updates. An amendment to former South Carolina head football coach Will Muschamp's contract agreed to by trustees last December would have saved the university $2 million in buyout money had it been enacted. 
However, according to the state's Ben Briner, the contract was never signed by Muschamp, Athletic Director Ray Tanner, or USC Board of Trustees Secretary Jay Canty Heath. Tanner has indicated that he will negotiate Muschamp's buyout. Syracuse Athletic Director John Wildhack maintains that head football coach Dino Babers is not on the hot seat, saying, quote, so you take all that chatter and eliminate it. In more COVID updates, Purdue's game with Indiana this Saturday has been canceled due to rising COVID numbers in both programs, as has Charlotte's Friday night football matchup with Marshall. Utah and Colorado have agreed to move their gridiron matchup from Friday night to Saturday at noon. Both NC State and Charleston Southern men's basketball programs are pausing activities. American Athletic Conference Commissioner Mike Oresco asserts that the Power Five operating separately in football would be a non-starter. On the Knight Commission's recommendations themselves, Oresco notes that conferences have, quote, interests in common and interests that divert, but I don't see anything happening in the short term. I just don't. I think possibly there will be discussion. There might not even be that much discussion. I think at this point, I'll leave it at that. There's not too much more to say about it. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Wednesday afternoon, December 9th. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a five-star review and let me know your thoughts by replying to your D1 ticker email via the link in the podcast description or on social media at D1 ticker. Be sure to check your inbox to stay up to date in what is going on in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we will see you back here tomorrow morning.